Hello and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod. We discuss news, trending topics, behind the scenes, updates and things that caught our attention. Today is Wednesday, Hump Day Headlines, Al Bradford, welcome to the studio. Hey mate, how are you? I'm going all right, mate. I've been attacked by the hay fever. I was going to say, you I'm, sound I'm sniffling, a bit I'm, I'm, I'm snuffling. Yeah. My eyes are watering. Yep. It's all a bit much. Well, I was, well, the sun's out, plenty of people down Torquay. You've been down the beach quite a lot with the dog and, and Em and, you know, getting out there. The pollen is, is in the air, isn't it? There's bees around. There, it was magpie season before I was getting swooped all the time and shit. It's just... When were you being swooped? You never told me you have been swooped. Down the beach, mate. I swear to God. Did he get you? No. Nah, I just ducked it. I saw it out the corner of my eye and just gave the old uh, Jackie Mike Chan. Mike Tyson, get out of the way. Yeah, no, nah, just I saw it, you know, just peripheral vision. That's just what I'm like. But no, nah, it's just, I can't wait for summer, man, to be honest, you know, day one. It's December 1. It so, is December 1. So it's first day of summer. Can you believe that? How quickly has this year gone? It's gone. I, I feel like I was just woken up and to be honest, that, oh, I don't, it hasn't gone quick in my head. I feel like it's been a real... Big year. I feel like this this year's felt like four years in one for me, I reckon. It's been pretty full on. Don't you reckon? It's gone quick, but it feels ages. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how it feels. Oh, we're re- well, as, as you guys know, we record these episodes the day before, and I'm still waiting, sitting, mm. trying to figure out when M's going to pop. And it's, is uh, that the most boring time? I know, I know it's a it's special pretty- happy time because you're ex- anticipating a baby, but... You just have to sort of wait around. You can't do too much, can you? There's not much. There's not really much to do. A due date was the thirtieth. What are you watching on TV to pass the time? Uh, we're rewatching Game of Thrones. Oh, nice. So it's been it's it's good because it's just so many episodes. It just clicks play and just runs to the next one. Runs to the next one. Nice chilled out TV series to get you prepped and ready to go. I thought you'd be watching so like Everybody Loves Raymond or something like that. Just yeah, something real. Lo- I, do like every- I do like Everyone Loves Raymond. Underrated show. Maybe you should have made the list. <laughs> you yeah. know, hey, special mentions that didn't make the thing. There was one I totally forgot about and I would have had it in for sure. The Office. The Office. Oh, the Office is pretty good. I love The Office. The US version too. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, UK, I, like, I like the US version. UK's okay, but US is Steve way better. so funny. He's good, isn't he? Hey, first up, let's give a bit of a shout out to Big Benny Boy. If you want to... For for us, we're gonna we're gonna kick off with uh, workplace media. Workplace media is a national network of digital panels situated within Australia's premium co-working office spaces. Each screen is located in communal areas to maximise exposure. Internal panels also allow advertisers to deliver a variety of information to the audience across the workday. So, if you want to get access to a monthly national audience of one hundred fifty thousand plus people, reach business owners and key decision makers at work, position your brand inside a highly relevant environment. Uh, with large 49-inch panels to maximise the impact, get in touch because <laughs> there is no better way to get your brand in front of the right people than to be uh, advertising with workplace media. Hey, dynamic ad insertion. How good was that? You like that? That was just seamless. I didn't realise you were going straight into like a, an ad. What, did you read off the website or something? I uh, just do my thing. I just had it written on the back of my hand. <laughs> Ben's a good bloke. So, yeah, like Rob said, if he read through the website, if it sounds good and uh, you're interested... Get in touch. Ben's a nice dude. He's got uh, he's got panel screens uh, um, installed at, across co-working, scra- co-working spaces across the larger cities in, in Australia. So if you want to get your brand in front of the right people, pretty interesting uh, value prop. Obviously now with, with COVID restrictions starting to lift, people are back in the offices doing more things. So if you want to get your, your brand in front of the right people, get in touch. Let's do it. Let's get in the headlines. All right. First up, we're going to kick off with, uh, this one comes from Laura Entis, editor at LinkedIn News. Seems like a topic that everyone just likes to click because I think they're everyone's dreaming. 
Yeah, no one wants to work, do they? Is it time for a four-day work week? <laughs> Momentum for the elusive four-day work week is, <coughs> is mounting Kickstarter, Shake Shack and Unilever's New Zealand outfit have all experimented with a shorter work week or, to, or plan to. As partially a result of the pandemic, the New York Times results, which increases flexibility and force companies to combat attrition and burnout, research into the practices, impact is mixed, blah, 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 found that people working four-day work weeks had higher levels of well-being and lower levels of burnout, but were more, more likely to be disengaged. <laughs> I just feel like... <laughs> what the fuck? Like, of course they're chilling out more. they got a day off, like... I, just, oh, I don't know. I just feel like just no one wants to work, do they? Nah, it's just it's funny because <laughs> we sometimes we pinch these headlines from LinkedIn based on how much view, how many views, how much interest do people click, how many readers are clicking this one, and every time there's a headline to do with four day work week or shorter working hours or um, rostered day off or nine day fortnight or everyone just loves it sick. Why? Why is because that? No one wants to work. Fuck the system. Oh, to be honest, to be fair, growing up, I was always we have a family rule. The Bradford rule is four day work weeks. That was just since I was growing up. My uncle, Mez, my dad, they've all sort of been advocates of that's the work life balance that they were like, hang on, not five days, four days. But I feel like now that I've found like this and we're doing this, I don't want to work four days. I feel like I want to work seven days all the time. I don't know. It sounds shit, but on Sundays I can't wait for Mondays, and it sounds weird, but. I don't know. I want to work way more than what I've... It's been a shift for me. I used to be the four-day cruiser. Now I'm the seven-day idiot, I would say. Seven-day idiot? I, I like... I, I would prefer... Do you like working... I like, I like I like bursts, so I'd rather just work heaps and then take a bunch of time off and then come back and do it again, you know? Well, I'm hanging for some time off. Yeah, but a block of time, yeah? Yeah, a block. I don't know if I could do the four... I actually, you know what? Four-day work week, I would rather just smash myself and then not have to work. That's that's the same. Like six months of, I'd rather have six months on, six months off. I used to work with a dude who did six months on, six months off, and that's not bad. He did six months here and then six months in Italy. Oh, that's crazy! What, and he would do but holidaying in Italy. Yeah, he had he had a dual passport, so he would um <sighs> he would ta- he'd take contract work, and sometimes it would go a little bit longer. So he rented his place here in Melbourne. He would do like like six to nine month contracts, and then he would make enough money in the six to nine months, go and do a yeah. go go over to Italy with his family and just go live the dream and then take another contract and come back to work. See, that's what I th- – like, if you're a contractor and you can work your work and do that sort of stuff, I think that's – It's not bad, is it? I think the chunks are good because I, I, when I'm resting, I want to rest hard. Like, I don't want to know that tomorrow I've got to wake up and do all that. Like, I'd rather just be in the zone or not in the zone. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I think everyone's dreaming with this whole clique and everyone wants it and it's – why, why don't we offer six months straight, seven days on – like for six months and then you got six months off. Would people be keen on that, you reckon? Not at all. You don't reckon? No. I reckon people, yeah, I don't know. We're just burst players. Maybe that's just us. Oh, I would, yeah, but who's just going to take a six months unpaid or you want? No, six months paid. It's like a paid thing, but you work six months fully. Pa- it's like you get paid for the year. Like a fruit picker. No, I'm not paying someone for the year and then working six months. Yeah. But it's just well-being, you know what I mean? Like everyone's offering the four-day thing. Maybe we can offer six months on, six months off. Oh, I, don't, I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like I hate, that? I hate, I hate and we'll call it the 50-50 approach, huh? Oh, Welcome Bradford's 50-50 yeah. model. Huh? It's, a, it's, it's, it's got a strike rate of about 30-30. <laughs> All right, TikTok star, this next article, TikTok star Daniel Arnov, banned by regulator from performing cosmetic surgery. A senior associate of the controversial clinic owner, Dr. Daniel Lanza has been banned by the National Health Regulator for performing all types of cosmetic surgery in order to remove his social media post. Uh, 
Here it is. The Australian Health Practitioner Agency has imposed a range of conditions on Dr. Daniel Arnov, who was the most followed cosmetic surgeon on social media with more than 13 million TikTok followers until suddenly deleting his account a fortnight ago. It comes a month after a joint investigation by Four Corners and nine newspapers uncovered allegations of troubling practices across uh, Dr. Lanza's clinics, including serious hygiene and safety breaches and procedures by Dr. Lanza that left patients in extreme pain and requiring further medical treatment. Dr. Arnold's registration uh, continues. Conditions follow announcement by AHPRA that Dr. Lanza gave a legally enforceable undertaking to stop practicing medicine in Australia while continued its investigation into his network of clinics. Yeah, I don't know. If, what would you get done if you could? Um, I don't really. I've got no idea about this story. But Hackham is. Why does he have thirteen million TikTok fans? Is he filming the the surgery? What was the What was his TikTok? What were the talks? Yeah, I don't know. It's like, is he doing plastic surgery to like help people? Like, if if they have an accident or something, and they can, or is it pure no, vanity? It's co- it's cosmetic it, surgery. It's just pure vanity type of stuff. I I I don't know the full detail. I don't really understand that type of world, but. I don't know. If I could get something done, what would I get? I'd probably get a cock extension. What would you get, Rob? I reckon you get a pec, you get a pec implant or something because you don't have big pec ones. Pec implant. I'll tell you right now, people are going to Dr. Arnoff to get pecs like mine. Oh, you're, you reckon they're going, I want the Robbie Hicks? I reckon they're going, uh, like, I, want a, I want the barrel chest. I reckon they're going, I want the Robbie Hicks micro penis. Give me that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, mate, you go in there, get your cock extension. Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, what about the cheeks or lips? Would you get them done? No, would you I'm ever not. think about getting like a little facelift? No. Nah. You sure? I've got no interest. I could see you with a few little cheek implants. I was looking in the mirror the other day. I got a little crow's feet near, yeah, my, near yeah, my eyes, yeah. and I'm like, maybe I could go get jabbed up, mate. Get the Wayne Carey treatment. He does have that, doesn't he? The his, bo- his little face little is so he's so like the Sammy stiff. Newman. He's so stiff his head. But yeah, I don't know. That's weird. But plastic surgery and cosmetic surgery, I just I'm scared of needles. There's no chance I'm getting anything done. I watched something the other day and I saw them how they do with the facelift with the, the thing in the face and they pull the skin back and Maybe they fold it back. Fuck. Yeah, it's a bit much. I, I don't like watching that shit. Like no, honestly, why is it on my? It's like the emergency show. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, bro, I don't want to see car- like that. That's just not on. Did you ever watch uh, embarrassing bodies on like yeah. on Nine Gem or yeah, some bro, shit? Bro, it makes me sick. I got no, and I just can't watch that shit, bro. Do you like it? You get to see all sorts of different things in there. But do you You like it? See dicks and tits and fucked up teeth and. So it's like porn for you. Oh, it's just. It's a bit much. It's a bit much. But you like it. You got it on DVD, the whole series. (laughs) I don't have it on DVD. But hey, next headline Jeffrey Epstein, associate, Ghislaine Maxwell's trial begins with opening statements. This is is something that we covered last Wednesday. Starting to make some headlines around the, uh, the mainstream media, but not very much. Twitter is the light. With what's going on, the, the Maxwell trial is underway. One thing I do find really, really weird about it is, well, there's a media ban, media blackout for the cover of, covering of the trial. So there's no, like, all the photos that you'd normally get with people in their trial, like getting walked into the courtroom and shit, they're all just artwork. Mm. I don't know that. I don't find that odd. There's no photos. There's no, there's no, one, no media allowed in the courtroom. So this is just one for the conspiracy theorists where they're yeah. like, maybe she wasn't even in the court because all we got was bloody people's paintings and yeah, maybe they were maybe. paid off and bribed. And yeah, maybe they did the paintings before. But they got video evidence of her walking into the thing. and like, Nah, there's no video of her walking into the courtroom. It's just paintings, bro. So it's old school, like from the, from the thir- 1930s. Yeah, there you go. It does it's, look like her, though, so it's a good painting. You yeah, know so whoever, did the, whoever was commissioned for the artwork was so you, Have you got the tinfoil hat on then? Well, I have the tinfoil hat on because... I do, I do think that this is something that 
We've covered this multiple times. We covered it with talking about like Bill Gates. We've talked about it. All sorts of different stuff. That keeps you up at night, this stuff. It does because it blows my mind how many big, big structural systems of power are involved in this case. And at the end of the day, yes, it's like, well, did Ghislaine Mashall do something, do fucked up shit? Yes, of course she did. But it's more like why was she doing the fucked up shit? Mm. The reason they did what they did was so they could hold power and influence decision makers to make them do different stuff. Yeah. To me, that's the the main story of what this is. It's not, did she do fucked up shit? Because there's people all over the world who do fucked up shit. Mm. Yes, it's it's horrible. It's serving could. it's serving the elites, and it's just it's all a that weird, stuff. But the fact that yeah. they've they would have put these people in pos- positions of power in really really uncomfortable positions where they could blackmail and then influence their decisions on all sorts of different stuff. We've already rattled them off on, on yeah. last week, like U.S. government, royal family. Uh, Saudi prince, Saudi prince, CEO of the Fresh Prince fin- of Bel Air, CEO of, <laughs> of major financial institutions. Like th- there are so many people, the Pope, Catholic Church. There's so many people wrapped up into That's this that for me, I just want to know how can we trust people of, in in positions of power that run our fucking our world mm. if we're not going to get any truth into what's going on here? And that's yeah. not me with tinfoil hats. More just like yeah. I don't like. There's heaps of photos with. Mm. Like Trump, who was president, who was the last president, there's photos with him. They've known each other since the nineties. I think people just bury their head in the sand too, because it's just it's easier to just follow. It's too hard, whatever. Well, living your own life and dictating your own rules and doing things and making decisions for yourself, it's hard. It's a hard work. So, I think for a lot of people, it's just easier to keep their mouth shut and just do their thing and get told what to do. Hey, know? well. Plenty of things to follow on, but if you're new to the pod, we drop guest episodes Monday, Thursday. Snacks pods come at you hot Tuesday, Wednesday. Hot or not drops Friday. Funny Business Recommends drops when we say it drops. And hey, if M has the kid, I'll be around, but I'll be... I don't know. You don't know yet. You haven't figured oh, we're doing it out. Our best. We're doing our best for uh, you tomorrow. Don't, you don't know yet. I don't know. See you tomorrow.